My name is Kate the Socialite, and you're listening to episode 217 of The Kate Show, and today I am talking with Kate Saunders on how to grow your design team without overhead. Now, let me ask you guys a question. Have you ever wished you could hire someone to help with your interior design firm, like the actual projects, the internal workings, without having to spend weeks training them or months holding their hand? If so, it's time to consider skipping your next intern, no offense interns, and jumping straight into a true experienced professional. What if I told you that you could hire a subcontracted person, read, you know, no extra person on the payroll, to assist you with sourcing, pricing, design, presentations, scheduling, and installations. I mean, it sounds like a dream come true, right? Well, today's guest on The Kate Show is easily seen as the fairy godmother of interior design businesses. She is experienced, she adapts to your business, and she will make your business more efficient while helping you stress about less. So friends, today you're going to meet Kate Saunders of The Design Collab. Before we get into my conversation with Kate, this episode is brought to you by Side Door. As an interior designer, you might feel like the only way to make more money is to work more hours, hire more employees, set up a retail store, and go nuts. All this at the expense of your family and your mental health and your well-being, it's just not worth it. Side Door presents another way to scale, selling trade-only products and earning an average commission of 30% on each sale. It's genius. Not only do you have far more income potential than outdated affiliate marketing, but you also don't have to worry about the headache of inventory or handling orders, shipping returns, customer support. All you have to do is curate a room package like the New England farmhouse living room Shout out to Virginia of the Ironwood Studio because that's one thing that she did. And so you've done it beautifully, Virginia. Thank you for being an example. You can curate a room package like that so that the shopping is already done. The decisions are already made. Your homeowner customer doesn't have to figure out, well, she's got 15 area rugs here. How do I pick an area rug? Don't do that to them. Just pick out the entire room and make the sale and get paid. Side door does the rest. You can sell each package over and over again or offer a custom service that lets you handcraft a package for each client. Either way, Sidedoor is a smarter way to scale your design firm. To get started with them, you can apply to join. Go to www.onsidedoor.com and get started today. All right, guys, let's get into my conversation with Kate Saunders. Marketing your interior design or home staging business should be easy and relational. My name is Kate the Socialite, and I believe in action, not just ideas. And I share strategies that have proven to work right here every week. If you're serious about growing your business in the home industry, you're in the right place. Welcome to The Kate Show. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to The Kate Show. I'm here with Kate, and you heard all about her in the introduction. So I promise I'm not talking to myself this entire episode, but it's going to feel like that when I'm constantly referencing Kate. But Kate, welcome to the show. Yes. Hi. Thank you for having me. I'm so glad that you could be here. You have a very unique business model, and I can't wait to hear all about it because I know a lot of my listeners are going to benefit from what you specialize in and it all comes back to the specialty it all comes back to you're not trying to be all things to all people and that's true of any interior designer you can't be all things to all people and when you're trying to scale your business it doesn't always make sense to grow outward but it makes sense to grow upward and by 
that, I mean, you don't necessarily have to bring on more and more employees to make your business function better. You just need a few key professionals, and that's exactly what you are. So let's just jump right into it. Um, you are an interior designer, and I would like to know how many years have you been running your design firm, and are you currently an active designer? So I've been within the industry for about 18 plus years now, 19 going on 19 years. Um, I've been an interior designer kind of off and on throughout my career. I had my company full time for a couple of years before I was offered a job that I kind of at the time couldn't refuse. I was, uh, a new, you know, going to get married. We're going to start a family. So I stopped that full time, but I've always kept the business open, taking on projects, small projects here and there, all by referral only. I kind of segued for, you know, a few years doing other things with RH as a retailer, doing design with them, and then moving on to wholesale. So now I've, I've taken a step back and, you know, back into design itself full time. And so I, I am taking on some interior design projects, but the main focus is really that kind of third party outsourcing. Mm, yes. And I want to dive into that because that's what my listeners are needing right now. They are needing someone to mm -hmm. come into their business and help without necessarily increasing their overhead. And when someone works with you, they don't even have to look at it as overhead because hint, hint, guys, you can incorporate the fees that you would be paying Kate into your billable hours. Yeah. And that's like, brilliant because then you never have to worry about are you going to be able to pay these bills and still get the help you need so everyone's probably wondering okay well what does Kate do because this is intriguing so can we just start at the beginning like what prompted mm -hmm. you to launch the designers collab and then also with it balancing that and interior design and your family like how does that all look how does this work yeah I think through over the years I've I've kind of been involved in all sorts of different aspects of the industries. I've really developed um, a sense of what I truly enjoy, and that really is working with a number of different designers. I love design. I love every aspect of it, and I love every type of style and all the different personalities that go into it. So I kind of, over the years, realized that I love working with different people. I love working in an office with one designer, as, as I have in the past. But it really makes it interesting and kind of spices things up when you're working on all totally different projects from contemporary to modern to traditional. And so I get that with this business. And so I launched this business because I saw that there was a need out there for kind of the subcontracting third party service where, you know, you can really just reach out to me at any point and say, hey, I have a project deadline and I really need that extra hands you know, I get to be involved in design on a day-to-day -day basis. So I get the aspect, but there's parts of the design that not all designers like to do, but I love to do. It may be more technical or it may be um, a little boring as, as, as the word's probably not the best word, but I love to do those things. I love to source. I love to do CAD drawings. I'm a huge CAD monkey. And that's part of the design that designers don't really like to do because they're so creative. So that's kind of where I step in. I saw a big need for that, um, especially now within the last couple of years where a lot of things are virtual. There's a little bit of a uncertainty with our industry and what's going on. And I know we have truly 
the last couple of years grown a lot significantly and we are busier than ever. And so being able to take on so many people and new hires and all these things can be scary and daunting at the same time because we're so overwhelmed. And so I'm just a source here that, hey, I need you temporarily. I need you on this project, but you're a little bit afraid to hire on full time. So that's um, really the huge aspect of what I do. Yeah. And like we were talking before we started recording, it just makes so much more sense to hire a freelance or subcontracted professional versus making the official hire, bringing someone on, adding them to payroll, paying those lovely payroll taxes. Yeah, (laughs) I'm speaking from experience here. Like every time I have to do that, I'm like, why? Why are we doing this? And honestly, most of my team is subcontracted. The only employee I have is my husband. And I remind him that I can fire him. (laughs) um, We won't have to do that. But yeah, it just makes so much more sense. And then, like I said earlier, adding in uh, whatever people are paying you into their own billable hours, Mm -hmm. it just means that it's taking that financial burden and the stress burden off the designer who is completely overwhelmed. And when you're booking out projects, you know, six, eight, even 12 months out, that is a lot for a small team or a solopreneur designer to handle. And Mm -hmm. it's okay for people to say, I do need to bring someone in. Maybe I just need Kate for a month. Maybe I need her for the next year. So let's talk about how these services that you offer work for the designer who has a small need, a big need, And I know that I sent you questions in advance. We're probably just going to jump around here because a lot of the designers listening are like, well, I have an immediate need. So are you able to do quick turnarounds? Are you able to drop everything and help me? Uh, Do I have to get on a waiting list? Like there's no wrong answer here, but what can designers expect? Yes. Right now, the turnaround can be between two to five days, kind of depending on the complexity of what you're needing. Simple CAD work, elevations and things, those are usually um, pretty quick. If you have a sketch and, and you already have what the design in mind, you just need someone to put it on paper or whatnot. And it does kind of depend on the complexity of what is happening, but a lot of the work that we're, I'm being requested right now is CAD and presentations. And so what I have, which is nice, is I, I do have an online calendar booking system. And so you can see the availability ahead of time and you can schedule it out and you can say, hey, I know I need her for the next month. You can literally book me out for an entire month or however many hours you need. So, um, cool. so you can, yeah, so you can see that ahead of time and it kind of helps you to plan a little better. Um, and then, of course, you can always email me and just say, hey, you know, I, I have something that just came up overnight and, you know, what is your availability in the next few days? And, you know, we can work out something. So I am the primary um, in the company, but I do have a list of other consultants that I work with that can jump in on projects and I can bring them in as needed. So we can kind of discuss those as well. They're all, you know, CAD technicians and rendering technicians and things like that, that can be easily brought in if needed. So I love it because again, that means the designer is not having to train you or the rest of your team. And Mm -hmm. 
from an efficiency and stress reduction standpoint, I know you mentioned planning ahead and being able to book you out, which is great Mm -hmm. because hopefully designers are in a position where they can plan ahead like that. But what are a few other things that you would say a lot of design firms that you've worked with or just in your own experience being Mm -hmm. a designer, what changes do you think designers could make in order to run more efficiently and not from a place of stress, even though the industry is crazy? Yeah, yeah. That's a really good question. So I think over the years, what I've discovered is that I think finding a good system that works for you and your team and sticking with it and being consistent. I've worked on, you know, different projects and sometimes it can be where the system of of how you're producing the project or the work itself can shift and change maybe from one project to another. Um, and that's where sometimes it can get a little bit confusing for those who are working with you to understand exactly how I'm supposed to complete this task or or whatnot. And so kind of staying consistent from project to project and, and outlining, okay, this is the steps A, B, and C. And I know with design, that's a little bit challenging because every design is a little bit different, right? But I think the internal processes and systems are something that can stay the same. And as long as you're consistent across the board with everyone on your team, it makes it a lot easier that way. Yes. Having that workflow or that standard operating procedure, Mm -hmm. it's so Mm -hmm. important because then the client gets the same good experience every time versus everyone being all helter skelter, like, wait a minute, did you do this? No, I'm going to do this. Oh, oh, no, one did that. (laughs) Yeah. And then, yeah. And then that way everyone kind of knows what their role is and what they're responsible for because you've you've outlined it and then being able to kind of share that and have it accessible um, to everyone, you know, having some sort of project management tool that's available to everyone in the company and maybe available online as well so that, you know, someone like me can hop on and use the program and see what's going on as well really helps to kind of streamline it. Today's episode of The Kate Show is brought to you in part by the Window Coverings Association of America. If you're an interior designer, a window treatment specialist, or an installer looking for business growth, listen up. With an annual membership to the WCAA, you'll receive trade discounts, ongoing education, and an exclusive listing in their homeowner-facing directory of professionals, which, by the way, guys, makes it a lot easier for people to find you. Whether you've been working in the home industry forever or you're fresh out of design school, the WCAA can help you take your business to the next level, whether you're just trying to scale up or you're just getting started. Go to wcaa.org for more details. Speaking of project management tools, what are some of your favorites or the ones that you find work most universally for designers? We use a few different tools and right now we use a lot of like Google, the Google programs, Studio Designer we use, Trello is um, one that's super easy to use and you can kind of set up your boards by project and assign tasks and you can invite different people to it. So those are a few that we're using right now and I am still a little old school too. So sometimes I'll still use my Excel, but Trello is something we're, we're using a lot of right now. And then the Google Drive. I also use Microsoft 365 and they have Teams on there, which is a great tool because you can do video conferencing really quickly, send files, and then do, you know, use the whiteboard too. So you can write notes and things like that. So that we use that too as internally. 
Now, when you work with a designer, are you coming in with your own set process and then like sharing it with them? Or do you jump into whatever their standard procedure is? Whatever their standard procedure is. Okay. That's a big um, component of kind of what we do is I want to make sure that what you already have set in place is what we're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really important to me that I don't come in and disrupt anything that I'm following as if I was just a person at a desk in your office. So whatever programs you use, I will use. However, if if you don't have a program and you're unsure of what you want to do or how to do it, I am more than happy to jump in and give you advice on that or provide you with what we use and what we've been successful with. And are you in a position where you kind of help them actually set it up? as part of your fee structure or how does that work? Yeah, we definitely can do that as well. So um, if you're kind of just starting out or you're on your own and you're overwhelmed with all these different programs and what do I use and how do I track this? And it can be really overwhelming, especially when you're first starting off. And so I can sit down with you and, and go through all the different options and figure out for you personally and your business and what you're focusing on, what will work and, and, and kind of outline that for you and help you set them up and do all that. That's a really valuable service because I speak with a lot of new designers and they're like, you know, I want to use HoneyBook or I want to use my Doma. And they end up signing up for multiple platforms that actually have overlapping features. And Mm -hmm. then they're like, I'm paying so much every month for all these things. And then when they go back and realize, oh, I'm actually double paying in a sense for the same features. And that can be very frustrating. So to have you come in and be like, you don't need this. You just need this. This has all the things like that right there is so worth it because when you're a new designer or even if you've been in business for a while there are new platforms coming into existence all the time and it can be really easy to get that shiny object syndrome of oh I better sign up for this oh I need Mm -hmm. this one too and then it's like wait a minute what am I even paying for and is this actually helping my business run more efficiently so that is awesome yeah there's definitely a list a pros and cons list to everything and so you you know, I went through that same process too, where I was like, oh my gosh, how am I going to do this? What program am I going to use? And then you get really overwhelmed. And sometimes that can pull you back from your actual business and what, what you're trying to do. And so send that type of stuff to me <laughs> and then you focus on, you know, the fun stuff and, you know, marketing yourself. And, you know, I can sit in the back end and do um, some of the other administrative or task related things. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm glad you mentioned marketing because a lot of people think the only thing I have to do to grow my business is market the heck out of it. Unfortunately, that's not true. A lot mm-hmm. of it is exactly what you're talking about, the internal structure management mm-hmm. workflow aspect of it. You could have the best marketing in the world, but if the internal workings of your business are in shambles, your business will not grow, it will not scale, and it will bring you nothing but stress. And mm-hmm. I've seen people get so burned out to the point where they just shut down their business and they didn't have to. They just had to fix some things on the inside first. So yeah. that's why this conversation is important. And that's why I wanted you to be on the show. <laughs> so thank you. <laughs> yes. Can you tell designers what different packages do you offer and what is it look like when they're getting onboarded with you and what can they expect? Yeah. So we have a couple of different packages, if you want to call them that, but I really do spend a you know a good 
discussion at the front with the designer itself and kind of figure out what their needs are. And then I will tailor my contracts kind of specifically to what we discussed. But we do have two basic ways to go about this as well. And so we have an elite package and that is a a month-long subscription. So it's a minimum 40 hours for the month. You basically just commit to to that and you get a lower reduced hourly rate. Otherwise, you can go to just a basic hourly structure. And there's benefits to both where if you have a project specific and you know, hey, I do need work for at least 40 hours from someone, then you can easily commit to the elite package. But if you're like, well, you know, I'm working on a couple of things, but I don't know how long it's going to take. And I just, I'm unsure of what is happening this week or next week. So the hourly structure is really easy and you can just hop online and, and book some hours, but that is based on availability. And so I can't really guarantee that I'll be available if you're going kind of straight to the hourly structure. So we do have those two ways of doing it. But again, I can sit down and look at a project, say you have a project for a year and you're like, I know I need a project manager, designer, assistant designer to help me on this project for the entire year. We can work something out as well, depending on the scope and what's needed. And so I can kind of tailor it to what you need as a business. Yeah, that's really great because you're not so rigid and stuck in your own packages and you really do just meld right into whatever they need. Now, I know a lot of what you do can be done virtually, but do you ever go on site with your clients, with your designer clients? Yes, that is actually the fun part. You know, the majority of what I do is virtual. However, I do focus on the Southern California region and that's because I'm based out in Orange County. And so my focus is on the designers within this region. And that's because I do love to go on site. You know, I've worked in offices and I've worked with people. And so I like the mixture of both. I like being able to be virtual, but um, I do love being able to be out in the field. So I am available for site measures or to attend a meeting or whatever installations, if you need extra hands for installations, um, we're available as well. So that's the fun part, gets me out of the office. And that's, I actually love doing site measurements. Most people don't, and it can be daunting (laughs) and it's time, it takes, you know, good amount of time, but I actually love that kind of stuff. So. Yep. And that's music to the ears of so many designers listening. (laughs) (laughs) So with you being based in Orange County, um, do you try to keep your on-site work within the state of California or just Southern California, or do you travel? Yes and no. I mean, the the primary is Southern California because it's easier for me to be able to drive to and from Mm -hmm. from LA to San Diego. However, if needed, I would love to go down to Mexico for an install or you know (laughs) more fun. Yeah. Um, So you know, I'm available. We can definitely discuss it if if it's needed out of state, but you know, the primary region would be Southern California. Mm -hmm. Well, I know a lot of my designer listeners are in California, so that honestly, it works out perfectly. I love talking to Orange County designers in particular. I'm not sure what it is about that part of California, but some of the nicest interior designers either work there or live there. And Mm -hmm. of course, I I love my designers on the East Coast too. But 
Orange County is pretty great. And I have not ever yeah. been to Orange County. The closest I've been is Palm Springs. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I, Orange County is great. And the designers out here are really, really fun. They know how to have fun with their projects. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they take it seriously in terms of it's their work and their livelihood and their their passion. But they know how to have fun day to day. And um, so they are a joy to work with. You know, I work in a great area. Mm-hmm. I do have to admit that. Yeah. yeah. Now, if some of those Orange County designers or other SoCal designers want to get started with you, where do they go? What do they do? Where can they learn more? So they can just go right onto the website. Um, it's the designerscolab.com. And there is a, on the upper left or upper right hand side, there is a green tab that says let's collab. And then they can go to the online scheduling calendar there as well. Or they can just email me directly. It's kate at the designerscolab.com. And then we can, you know, I can send them information. I have a package that gives them kind of a breakdown of what it's like to work with me, how do you work with me, what is the process, and so I I can email that out as well. Awesome. Well, Kate, thank you for coming on the Kate Show. Thank you. I'm really glad that we could make this work. This is the first interview I've done since getting back from maternity leave. (laughs) Oh, thank you. I'm happy to be here. Um, Thank you so much for the opportunity. It was fun. Well, everyone listening, make sure you go check out thedesignerscollab.com because even if you don't need Kate's help right now, chances are you're going to need her in the near future. So you might as well have this resource in the back of your mind so that when you get overwhelmed, you don't have to stay overwhelmed. Because when we get overwhelmed in our businesses, we start to hate what we do. Our mm-hmm. clients pay the price. And we can often see our businesses slowly fall apart. This sounds very dramatic, but it's true. <laughs> <laughs> when we get too busy, or even if we're not just busy, but we're confused and we don't have the right systems and processes in our business. I mean, that is so important. And that is something that you should have in place from day one. Most of us don't. I didn't. I had no clue what I was doing for like two years. And that's kind of normal. But when you have someone who can step into your business and make all of this so much easier, it is a no brainer. So you guys know what you need to do. Make it happen. (laughs) Thank you so much and have a wonderful rest of your day. Thank you. Thanks for listening. Visit us at thekateshowpodcast.com where we empower home professionals with marketing confidence.